0: Go out of my way.
1: Ah! In days of yore, there were two warriors. I'd kill for a spicy tuna roll right about now. Get yourself a little something. The brothers grew apart, and a new age began. The middle age. Dad, is Uncle Ted coming for Christmas this year?
0: Sweetie, sometimes you just grow apart.
1: Go, chain player. Uh, uh, Walk in the building, I own it. Uncle Ted, I missed you so
0: much. That's my girl.
1: Woohoo! You
0: can't solve everything with money. But you can, Tim. You haven't changed Uh, at all. You're still a big baby. Suck it, Ted. You suck. Get that plastic out of my face. Excuse me. I hate to interrupt. I mean, it's a riveting conversation.
1: But why don't you both suck it? (laughs) Uh. (laughs) She can talk or rock. I'm in the family business. And now you work for me, boomers!
0: Ah! Ah! Baby Corp developed a new formula that can turn a grown-up back into a baby for 48 hours. You want me to be a baby again? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, there's the awkward stage. Baby Corp will offer a full memory wipe following this experience.
1: Uh, so, what's the crisis? An evil genius is teaching kids to be very bad, bad babies. Welcome to the baby revolution. Aha!
0: We're going to need a disguise to go undercover. <laughs>
1: what have you done to me?
0: Oh, really? Are you going sailing? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 Thanks for always having my back. You're my brother. We always stick together because that's what families do. We need to hurry before the formula wears off. What the? Aren't you a cutie in that little karate outfit? Oh my
1: gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh!
0: I'm sure this isn't something money can't solve. (laughs)
1: What <laughs>
0: Confess, my daughter's outgrowing me, outgrowing me. i watched this movie a second time. Give me a sign. We watched Boss Baby one more time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got, got it on the first take. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, well, hey, what's up? Welcome to Dream Tricks Podcast. Dream Tricks make the dream work. This is the show where we talk about every DreamWorks animated movie in order, no matter what. I am Kenneth, one of your hosts, and with me here—you already heard him—is John. That's me. What's up, John? Hey, man. How are you? I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I watched uh, I watched this movie last you, night. <laughs> I watched it after, this morning. After I said, after you. you we're like, uh, I'm gonna watch it this. I'm gonna watch it this morning. And last night I said, "All right, I'm gonna watch half of it now, and the other half tomorrow." And you know, one thing led to another, and I watched the whole thing last yeah. night. So, um, yeah, this we've we've already seen this movie. I've been listening to this show for a while. You know that uh, we actually uh, this movie was released simultaneously in theaters and on Peacock. So we watched it on Peacock. We did a watch along with our friend Gary, um, and uh, so you we've we, we've already seen this movie. So there's getting that out of the way. Um, but you know what else I've also seen, uh, and this is something I that we both could have gone to, but you I think were busy. But this past Saturday or the Saturday after Thanksgiving, uh. Oh wait, well before that, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, well it was good, man. I had Thanksgiving off and I went uh, and, and spent uh, Thanksgiving with family and we cooked dinner. Uh well, actually we cooked lunch, watched the parade, everyone took a nap and then we had leftovers and it was great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you that's like the a classic perfect way to do it. Yeah, classic Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, but anyway, on the Saturday after Thanksgiving, uh, like, I don't know if it was just AMC theaters or if it was all like major theater chains, but they did an advanced screening of Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, and I actually went and saw it. That's awesome, man. And I don't want to say too much about it because I want to wait until we do our full episode about it. But wow, I loved that movie a lot. That's great. So we've got something to look forward to at least. And um, I've heard good things about the bad guys, which is, you know, our next movie that we're going to watch. So we've got, we've got a, I think a good couple of movies to finish it off with before we uh, get caught up. Yeah. And that, and that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. Uh, I I like both of the animation styles of bad guys and Puss in Boots. Mm -hmm. Um, It looks like they have uh, both, Pretty original stories. Granted, uh, Bad Guys is based on a, a series of books um, that are underneath the same umbrella as the... Is it the Captain on the Prince universe, or am I thinking of Dog Cop? Oh, that's Dog Man. Oh, Dog Man. Okay, never mind. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, another movie based on another kid's book that's in the DreamWorks movie animated movie library. Yeah, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. And... Um, and then Puss in Boots, familiar faces, yeah. um, new experiences, but different animation style than what we're used to in the Shrek universe. Yeah, which is really weird because it, it has that like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse style of animation, which I think is really cool, but it's weird for like, you know, Puss in Boots just all of a sudden just look different than he always has. Um, yeah. But it wasn't like a as jarring of a problem as I, you know, feared it might be. You know, it's just all of a sudden and not like the whole movie doesn't look like that. It seems to only be when there's like a lot of movement, like a lot of action happening. Then it goes into that style. And like other than that, it seems pretty typical uh, 3D animation. Oh, really? Yeah. Or at least that's what it felt like. That's from my memory. It's been almost two weeks since uh, since I saw it. But, uh, you know, at least that's how I remember it. Oh, okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll see it. And, you know, we should go see it together whenever we do watch it for the movie or for the show, I, sh- I should say. We should. I think that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, anyway, I think that's all, like, the news or, like, updates on things that, that we have. I felt like, I felt like there was, was supposed to be more, but now I can't think of it. So, whatever. Um, we'll just get right into it. This movie is the boss baby family business uh this movie was released july 2nd 2021 directed by tom mcgrath screenplay by michael mccullers with a story by both tom mcgrath and michael mccullers based on the Boss Baby, and The Bossier Baby. I don't even know about The Bossier Baby. By uh, Marla Freeze Or Fra- Frazee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marla Frazee. Okay. Uh, starring Alec Baldwin, James Marsden, Amy Sedaris, Ariana Greenblatt, Jeff Goldblum, you Eva missp- Lung. Sorry, you mispronounced Grande. I'm, I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. I like to go to Starbucks and I'll order a drink, and they ask me what size, and I say, I'll take a green Um <laughs> uh, We also have Jeff Goldblum, Eva Longoria, Jimmy Kimmel, and Lisa Kudrow. Uh, we got a budget of 82 million and a box office gross of 146.8 million. All right, not bad. Um, yeah, I feel like this movie was kind of a hit. Do you remember when we. Did you get to meet the boss baby at Universal Studios? Yes, I did get to meet the boss baby at Universal right. Studios whenever that that brief moment in time uh, last year uh, over at a DreamWorks Destination at Universal Orlando. Yeah, uh, they have these little areas in the courtyard right outside of DreamWorks Destination where they'll advertise for uh, DreamWorks uh, TV shows or movies. And at one point, they had uh, an advertisement for Boss Baby Family Business. And for uh, it was like a a a shooting star must have been like a week, maybe two weeks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think it was like five days. Yeah. (laughs) If that nothing guests could meet the Boss Baby uh, in the courtyard of DreamWorks Destination. Yeah. Yeah. And we sure sure did. Yeah. It was amazing. special trips to go see him yeah and he was all dressed up for business time he had a suit on everything (laughs) he had his big head and his his hair on the top and everything real hair by the way not like oh yeah uh, when you're meeting a character and it's like all plastine or yeah it's like like it's like solid hard plastic hair no 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 Uh, Yeah, you could have the wind blowing his hair around. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Okay, so we both just watched this movie, but what about any of our listeners who didn't watch this movie right before listening to this? They need to know what we're talking about. That's true. And, And so I think we better... Let's just recap the movie as quickly as possible. What do you think? Uh, yes, uh, preferably in less than a minute and 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. If we take any longer than that, I'm going to be late for my, like, lunch appointment. Yeah, for a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Meeting a sandwich. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a meeting with the boss baby, maybe. Oh, yeah. Over sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he prefer uh, sushi, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Oh, sushi sounds real good, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But anyway, we've got the plop synapses. Yes. Also known as the plot synopsis. What's that? I Uh, don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yes, this is the part of the show where John is going to try to recount what happened in this movie in a minute and 30 seconds or less, and if he's able to then he will be rewarded by our not-sponsor Australian chicken restaurant, Red Rooster, with a heaping two-week supply of mashed potatoes and gravy. My favorite. Creamy mashed potatoes and gravy. Yes. Uh, Piping hot. (laughs) Very creamy. No lumps. No lumps at all. No lumps. They turned us like a bunch of solid potatoes into like a paste, like almost a liquid. They basically juiced potatoes. They did. (laughs) They put them in a blender. Yeah, and then uh, served them up. Yeah. Um, But if this uh, this recap takes longer than a minute and thirty seconds, then he will be punished. With a uh, a two week supply of green peas, also from Red Rooster, not a sponsor. And if he is able to land it at exactly a minute and thirty seconds, I'll buy him a pizza. Hey, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you that happen right yeah, now. Someday. You only have like two more tries after this one. You got three more tries total as of right now. Well, let's make something clear. I got more tries. It's just gonna. I'm gonna have to wait a while. For yeah, it. yeah. We're gonna have. To, it's like no more than two or three tries a year now. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, John, are you prepared? Can you can you hear Marty scratching in the background? No, I can't. But, okay, uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but I am ready. Okay, good. Uh. Well then. We are going to hear this plop in lights, camera, action. Boss Baby is back, and this time he means family business. Tim is all grown up, and he has his own family. His older daughter is in the second grade in a special school and is growing up too fast. One night, Tim finds out his youngest daughter is from Baby Corp, and they need to get Ted back as the Boss Baby. Turns out the special school, Acorn Academy, is teaching kids to give up their childhood and not to listen to their parents. Baby Corps makes a formula that turns adult Tim and Ted back to kids just for 48 hours. Nipple twisting. Tim gets Ted, uh, Tina gets Tim and Ted a bus ride to the Acorn Academy in the morning, but the boys oversleep due to daylight savings and miss the bus. Pony ride through the town. Spirit's Italian of the Simran makes a cameo. The boys make it to Acorn Academy. Marco's Lightspeed cameo. Boss Baby makes it to the principal's office and finds out that Armstrong is actually a baby. He invites Boss Baby to a meeting after school to reveal his master plan to get rid of adults. Tabitha is smart but struggles as being a part of the recital. Tim decides to go home with his family as a kid while Ted goes to a meeting with Armstrong. Ninja Babies. Armstrong reveals that his he taught babies to write code to make phone apps and is going to take over the world with a new app. Tim spends time with his daughter but forgets that Tim's mom and dad are visiting for dinner. Tim helps Tabitha to prepare for the recital. Tina. Uh, decides to help tim and ted work together to stop armstrong in order to work on the relationship as brothers the plan is hatched but armstrong also hatches plan as starting b day b day at the same time parents get hypnotized and ninja babies capture tim and ted tabitha needs for the recital tim and ted reconcile tina reveals her true self to tabitha and they work together to save tim and ted the kids destroy the server and save the day as soon as tim and ted become adults and end up spending christmas together at the end oh (sighs) man how do you feel uh, uh, I had to take a sip of water uh, yeah. Winded There's a lot of the, There's a lot of tea names Yeah 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 A lot Like It was like a tongue twister <laughs> Yeah which is funny Because uh, Everyone has a T name Except for Carol And I ask you Why <laughs> uh, Is who, Who's Carol Which one is that The mom that, That's a, a Tim Adult Tim's wife Okay Well it's because she's not part of the family What well, she is. Well, like she, he, she wasn't named by the Templetons. You know, she married into it. Oh, maybe her, maybe her name before was like Carol uh, C- well or something. You know, she's, she's got to change name to Terrell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she agreed to name both of her daughters uh, uh, Tabitha and Tina. Both yeah. T's. Yeah, she could have named them uh, Cabitha and Tina, but no, 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 no. Both T's. <laughs> um, yeah. So I ask you again, what? Uh, why is your name Carol? The ladies in the Templeton family don't have T names because uh, uh, Ted and Tim's mom, Lisa Kudrow's character is named Janice. So it's just a tradition that if you're in a Templeton, if you're born into the Templeton family, you get a T name. Okay. But if you marry in the rules don't apply. Okay so yeah. they they get away with it. Um yeah. how do I feel? I feel like uh yeah, I tripped over a lot of the Tim, Tabitha, Tina, Ted. <laughs> yeah. Um and just like this movie whose running time is a, a an hour and 45 minutes, I think I too uh went over um uh went over a little bit. Well, I have good news for you. Huh? You came in at a minute and 20 seconds. <laughs>
1: Twenty point
0: twenty point nine eight, actually. Break out the stogies. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're we're going to lunch. Uh lunch meeting. What do they yes. call it? The power lunch,
1: where they you are. get to have
0: a little bit of the uh, hair of the dog, as they say. Oh yeah, yeah. Power lunch. Mm-hmm. Find amazing. amazing. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, there we go. We're going to do it. Um. Yeah. Nailed it. Nice, fantastic. Awesome. I, I've been having peas for weeks. I am ready for these mashed potatoes. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, um, so it, yeah, this movie is very weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I, Ken, Kenneth, this movie is weird. It's very. It's like too weird because the first one is weird, but you know, or I think you know. As it's being, you know, told to you the story, you know that this is a story being told from adult Tim to Tabitha, right? Is that right? Yes, that that's at- what the movie's kind of setting up in the beginning and at the very end. Yeah. So, like, uh, at least in the first movie, you can be like, oh, well, this is like, uh, you know, an imaginary story that his this guy, dad is telling his daughter. Um, we can. Explain it away as either a made-up story or he's misremembering things that happened. Who knows? Whatever. This movie takes place in reality, (laughs) and it's weirder than the first one. Does it take place? Well, do you feel that it does take place in reality, or can we say that... He's telling this story to his daughter. Maybe it's a bedtime story. No, I don't think so. I don't think the movie ever, ever even h- hints that that is the case. I, I think it is, and I think there is a piece of evidence in this movie, okay, um, that would suggest that maybe this uh, story that we're being taken on is is fabricated, okay, and that would probably be. Um, the fact that there is a movie theater in this town that is playing *Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron*, yeah, in 3D. In 3D. How do you wait? What What do you mean? It says. How do you know it's in 3D? Because of the gag in that scene. So there's a scene in the film where um, Tim and Ted miss the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get the the pony. I, I think it's Precious is the name of the uh, pony. yeah Precious precious they get precious because they're kids they can ride precious to try to catch up to get to acorn academy to uh start their mission and everything like that as they're taking this wild chase um through the town mm-hmm. um it cuts to uh the inside of a movie theater and there's one person sitting in this movie theater watching spirits down of the Simron. yeah and they have 3d glasses on it, it's it's one of those blink and you'll miss it moments but The gag is that uh, there's a a shot of Spirit running towards the, uh, I guess, camera Camera. or running towards the screen and the pony Precious bursts through the screen. Yeah. And I think uh, ends up dragging the person uh, along with everything else that's being dragged by the pony, uh, dragging the person by the chair. And I think he says something along the lines of, it's so real. It's so real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the gag. Um, and the fact that that's in there uh, leads me to believe that this is a, a story that's being told because I don't recall Spirit being released in 3D. No, I don't think it was. That is That is a fantasy. This Much is like the rest of the story <laughs> <laughs> yeah spirit was released before the uh 3d revolution um before 2d animated movies were being re-released in 3d um mm. yeah i think the first dreamworks movie released in 3d was monsters vs. aliens if i remember correctly i think you're um, right so yeah we 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 had a few years to go before that happened um i mean okay i i I see your point i see what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) um but i don't know i mean if anything he's telling us this story but and i guess in that way maybe it could be a fabrication but i don't know it's weird um What do I have? I have I wrote down a lot of things because, oh, I love. okay at the beginning of the movie, uh, when Tim is realizing that Tabitha might be outgrowing him or outgrowing her childhood, she's trying to be too mature. um, He's trying to read her a bedtime story or tell her a bedtime story. And he is offering to tell her the same story from the first movie, which is her favorite story. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know, dad, you've told me that story a hundred times and it doesn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> and I love that she says that because that first movie is just not like total nonsense. And this movie was like, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It does get meta for that moment. Yeah. yeah. And, and says, uh, uh, you know, the, the, we understand the the people's like concerns or, or complaints about the first film, but <laughs> if they had complaints about that first one. Oof. yeah. Well, this is not going to be much better. If yeah, that... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The point. It, the, I think this is a movie that tries to be too many things at the same time because, okay, I don't remember Ted, the original boss baby being so like frantic and, and like, he like tina moves so much she never stops moving she's always like flipping and kicking and you know like doing stuff i feel like the the tad didn't do that in the first movie yeah yeah that that's that's fair assessment um I, i think part of that um Actually, I don't know why I'm trying to defend that. I'm just agreeing with you at this point. <laughs> yeah. Ted didn't move, have like all these from what I can recall. Yeah. Have and all I, these movies or anything that he, he was a baby. Yeah. And it just speaks to me to like, just the up, they like amped up the frantic energy of this movie compared to the first one. Yeah. Um, And it's like a little too much for me in that, at least on the, and like Tina's storyline. And as the movie's starting to unravel and like, as we're starting to figure out, okay, like what is this movie about? And we see the, the development of, of Tim trying to reconnect with Tabitha and like wanting, he doesn't want to feel like, like her childhood is slipping away and time is slipping away and he's missing his chance to, you know, have this kind of relationship with his daughter before she gets too old. And I'm like, this is like a really serious uh, thing that this movie is trying to deal with. But the rest of the movie is too insane for it to be able to effectively handle this topic. And then eventually, like, I did end up being like, okay, you know what? They're actually doing a really good job with like telling this story and like leading us through this character's emotional arc with his daughter. And then every now and then we cut away to this absolute insanity with this baby in a robot man suit and (laughs) ninjas and just like craziness. And it's just weird to me that like they try to do like these basically like two different movies in one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, uh, you feel like you have your, and I don't even know what to call like the main plot, plot A. Yeah, um, it feels like both both plots are trying to be, um, just as equal, but it it kind of feels like the main plot is that, um, the the whole mission. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the, your your plot A, but plot B is more uh, we grew apart when we grew up. Yeah. And, and we're trying to reconcile and trying to rekindle our relationship as brothers is your plot B. But it just feels like it overpowers it. Yeah. Like it's 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 weird for plot A to not have any of the emotional uh, core of the movie. And plot B and C to be like where the real connection comes from. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe because there's a difference uh, between plot and story. Okay. Uh, A story is basically like a... How, How do I explain this? What what is let, let me look it up. Let me look it up. Difference okay. between plot and story. Um, I think it might be that like plot is like a summary of like the things that happen, but story is like the characters um, like ex- experience th- through a plot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that? I don't know if that's right. I've heard of this difference, and I've never been able to fully understand it. But like, uh, well, I have I have the definitions. A, a plot is basically the the one which provides reasoning for the order of events in the story. So it's, it's the reason why things happen. Uh, a story is basically a narrative, which conveys the events in chronological order. <sighs> Hold on. Say that again. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I looked it up. I'm going to look up like the actual definitions. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh, the main event. Uh, so the definition of plot is the main events of a play, novel, movie, or similar work, devised and presented by the writer as an interrelated sequence. Okay. Uh, story definition. Let's see. Ba-ba-boom. An account of imaginary or real people and events told for entertainment. Okay, I'm not between. Based on those definitions, I'm not really seeing the distinction. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm starting to not see see it either. But <laughs> they, they are, they are different. They are different. <laughs> they are different. Yeah. Like, Uh, I feel like it's like, okay, Jaws. What's the plot of Jaws? The plot of Jaws is a girl gets attacked by a shark. And so they call the police officer in town. He's the new deputy and, or the chief of police. And so he's trying to figure out like where this shark went or like what happened to this girl. And then they, uh, you know, they don't, the the mayor doesn't want to close the beach because it's 4th of July weekend. And this is the biggest like money weekend for the town. and so you know like it's the things that happen the story yeah. of jaws is about uh uh oh dang i don't know <laughs> it's it's a guy uh, the the story of jaws is about a, a man who um Uh, his world gets turned upside down. He, he moves to a, he moves to a new setting, a new location, and he's a man who is all about having control and being in control. And then all of a sudden he's put in a new setting and he has to deal with this outside force that he has no control over. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, and maybe, maybe this is just uh, me or us like trying to grasp it, but like the plot is like the things that happen and the story is like, what the things mean in the abstract kind of. Okay. Maybe we're making that up. Maybe Maybe. we're making that up. I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, ET, the plot of ET is an alien gets left behind and becomes friends with a young boy and the boy and his family and friends have to uh, find a way to get the alien back home. But the story of ET is about a boy dealing with, the, his parents divorce and he is just looking for a friend or like a connection to kind of fill that emptiness that the, this event in his life has created. Yeah. You know? Okay. I don't know. Anyway. So the boss baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the plot of boss baby? The plot of boss baby is, um, two grownups who've grown apart Mm-hmm. um get a get a second chance to rekindle their um rekindle their relationship as as family um while also trying to prevent uh the end of the world yes and one of those brothers is trying to have the same reconnection with his daughter yes um yeah anyway so, the, uh, I'll also say this: I think that the the threat to babies or the threat of the villain in this movie is a lot better than the one in the first movie. I I, I never understood how uh, people loving puppies was a threat <laughs> to babies. Yeah, um, that people would love a dog so much that then like the human race would go extinct because they just stop having babies. Yeah, that's it. You just answered your own question. That's doesn't make any doesn't make any no, 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 no. sense. It makes perfect sense because if people don't have babies, they can't continue yeah. the population of the humanity. Yeah, and then everyone will just die out. Well, yeah, puppies. Right. I mean, I understand the logic of that, <laughs> but it was I was just like, but without that, couldn't happen because as much as people like puppies. They like making babies maybe, um, you know, more. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for this one, it's <laughs> they don't get rid of the adults. They just get they hypnotize the adults. Yeah. It's a more reasonable like a baby like because who was who was creating that puppy? You know, it was just like the old boss baby trying to get revenge for being replaced, I guess. Yeah. But. And so, but this one is like a smart baby who's like, I don't want grownups to tell me what to do. And so I'm basically like taking them out of the equation and getting rid of them. They're going to do whatever we tell them to do instead of the other way around. And I'm like, okay, that makes a lot of sense to me. Like, I understand what this baby is doing. I understand why it's a bad thing. I understand the threat it poses to the world more than those, the, the puppy plot, the puppy plot. I was just like this. It's funny, I guess, in concept on paper, but like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I feel it's, um, it's not the same plot, but it's not the same. Like, yeah, it's not the same plot, but, um, I also feel like if, if he hypnotizes all the adults, all the parents and everything like that, they're, they're essentially going to listen to everything he says. And mm. over time, <laughs> if they just listen to what he says, and everything like that, I don't imagine he's going to live forever, you know, <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> yeah. a, uh, I'm going to live forever. Kind of, you know, just tell people what to do. But, uh, if people aren't able to go about and live their lives and, uh, work jobs and, and make sure that, uh, you know, the world runs as it should. Um, you know, they're not going to make babies. They're not going to have Mm-mm. kids. Oh, yeah. You're right. We're ending up in the same predicament here. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, baby. Uh, all right. Uh, we're, we're kind of running low on humans here. Uh, yeah. you we know, <laughs> I, 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 Well, also eventually... Call, call the stork. <laughs> yeah. That's These babies really are great. eventually going to grow up. And not be babies anymore. So then, what? They gotta get. You it's know? like Logan's Run. Uh, <laughs> at once you hit the age of thirty, you you get you get terminated. You get killed. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're babies until thirty. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, I love Jeff Goldblum's voice so much there's like one line i think that i remember stuck out to me so much of his performance where uh, it's at the very end of the movie and he, they're trying to get up to the acorn to shut down the server that is brainwashing all of the adults and mm-hmm. um jeff goldblum shows up in in between the templeton brothers and the tree and he's like well i'll have to uh uh stop you <laughs> <laughs> i felt like it felt like a, a lot of his like big e- emotions or anything like that he recorded like in uh, a closet of a restaurant or something like that and he, he was embarrassed <laughs> if he got too loud so anytime where he had to like <laughs> exclaim or anything like that he just went ah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean that's not probably partially true like this movie was made during covid I, and like i watched one of the bonus features and they said they like spent a year and a half of the production of this movie doing it from home so it's mm. very possible that jeff goldblum recorded a lot of his lines like at home in a closet trying not to bother his family yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably didn't want to embarrass himself he, he just uh, yeah in the goldblum household and all of a sudden you're ah! Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah i can't imagine him doing that anyway and no matter what like yeah. even in the lot in, even in like jurassic park he's never screaming or freaking out he's always like uh uh we should uh run I'm very uh, alarm yeah. <laughs> must go faster must yeah. go faster <laughs> yeah both both him and keanu reeves you don't really see them yelling a lot <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um uh what a treasure he is jeff yeah. Goldblum, national treasure yeah the, he would that would he is the reason for me to watch this movie again because like the, his character is so weird and like in a fun way yeah um whereas a lot of this movie is too weird in like a in a way of like you know what this movie feels like it's it's like the humor in this movie is geared specifically to to kids to like it, fourth, third and fourth graders. Sure. That, that's their demographic. Yeah. um, Like, just like babies saying random funny things that like, they're like, oh, kids are going to say this on the playground, you know? And it's not necessarily a bad thing, you know? Like if you're you're making a movie for kids, then like, yeah, make it for kids. But I mean, I think it's, safe to say that like some of the most highly regarded and like celebrated animated movies are the ones that don't like work down on a kid's level exclusively. You know, they, they are just well-told stories, well-written stories that uh, they're not like for the adults or for the kids. They are just, Hey, here's a nice story that everyone can enjoy together. Um, I feel like Shrek is not what I'm talking about because Shrek was like, and we're going to make some jokes for the parents here. Like these, this, these parts are not for the kids, you know, like they're not inappropriate for the kids, but like the parents are going to know what we're talking about and the kids will like figure it out later. But like, I don't know. Like, the, uh, I don't know what the point I'm trying to make here is, but like, there's just so many moments of this movie where I'm like, man, they really just like made this for the kids and no one else, huh? (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I understand what you're saying. Like they, they didn't try to make like a a broad stroke in terms of the writing or, or the humor or anything like that. They were just like, let's just, let's just keep, let's just focus on what, who we're going for and who we're going for are Kids and maybe families, Yeah, who who want to enjoy a a family movie with kids. Yeah, that's that's really it. Not for adults, not for teens. And (laughs) and somehow teens and adults do still (laughs) there. There's a big love for Boss Baby. There is Boss Baby has a lot of fans and, you know, more power to everybody. And like the movie is not bad because like once it got past the initial craziness and we got into like the real meat of the story and like the relationship of Tim and his daughter and the brother's relationship with each other. I was like, okay, like I, but this stuff is working for me. I like this. Yeah. Um. I just wish there wasn't so much like insane insanity. Like if you're going to be a really weird movie, just be a really weird movie. And if you're going to have like be an emotional movie, You can still be kind of weird, but like, they took it, I think, a little far in this one. You think they took it a little too far? Uh, Sometimes. Uh, Give me an example. Oh. (laughs) 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 I gotta pull this movie up and like scrub it so I can try to figure out what I mean. Like, uh, give me a sec. Like Like the pony stuff. Do you think that was a little too much? Um. No, actually, I think the pony is fine. Okay. I think Uh, baby ninjas. Baby ninjas is, yeah, it's it's getting close to the to the too much level. Uh, for me, I think Um, Uh, the two creepy babies—the one that likes glue and the one that likes ponies—the one that likes ponies, I love. Um. Okay. Uh, the one that likes glue, glue. Band. I think is one of the ones that I'm like. I don't, I don't know about this. this good here. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me look around here, scrubbing through, scrubbing through. Um, I think it's mostly related to like Tina. Oh, the, 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 the wizard alarm clock, Wizzy. uh, Wizzy, I think gets way too much screen time in this movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't know. It's hard for me okay. to think of examples because it's just such an onslaught for like yeah. the whole first act of just like, just like throwing everything at you. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to watch a movie here, man. Like, yeah. Calm down. <laughs> um, what about the the box? Oh, the the timeout box? Yeah. I like the go. timeout box. Okay. Um, I so, think it's funny. So, I think I think it's I think it's that part is actually kind of clever to me of like he's trying to find all these ways to get out of the classroom, and everything that you would need to leave the classroom for is there in the classroom. You know, the bathroom is there. The 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 timeout is there in the room. And so he keeps getting foiled um, at every turn trying to leave. And yeah. uh, I, I think that's a good bit of business, that whole back and forth that they have when they're doing that. Yeah. Family business. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so I think for, for you, I guess it's more the, the Tina character. Yeah. The and... Tina character is like not. I don't know. Something about her just doesn't work for me. Yeah. I don't like okay. I don't love it. I don't love it. Okay, so so when you so yeah, okay, it's that we'll go with that. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? I, I want to talk about the music, but I want to save that uh, for later when we uh, do our uh, baby got Bechtel test. Okay, so okay, I'll save that for for later. Um, I I really what did I like about this movie? I liked. <laughs> Uh, I thought the pony scene was good. I thought I, I thought the callback to the um, other babies that uh, Ted was uh, working with uh, show up. Oh yeah,
1: um, I like that.
0: Yeah, um, I I liked the Acorn Academy stuff. I thought that was pretty pretty fun. Um, and and I liked the the look of the the Acorn Academy with the stacked books and everything like that and the different color codes and everything. I thought that was clever. Um, I liked, I liked, I did like Jeff Goldblum's character and his performance. Yeah. Um, It's just him being him. And I just like Jeff Goldblum. So nothing wrong with that. Uh, Yeah. I think he is the perfect choice to play that character too. Yeah. And yeah, I, 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 didn't hate this movie. Um, I can't tell if I loved it or not. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's, what was the last movie that we watched before this spirit untamed? Okay. I think it's a little bit more tolerable than spirit untamed. I think I would watch uh, family business before spirit untamed. Oh, interesting. So we disagree yeah. on this. Yeah. I, just, I, 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 yeah, you, you would watch Spirit Untamed before you'd watch Family Business. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. I agree that no, no, neither of us is wrong. I agree that I didn't hate it, but I don't think I liked it either. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just in this weird spot of like it's too many things, too um, busy, yeah, too family busy. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> You got me. Uh, <laughs> it in one of the, in the bonus feature I watched after this after watching the movie, they said that uh you know, they're like there's someone there's something in this franchise for everyone. And I think they tried too hard to make that true where like yes, there's something for everyone but there's not enough of any of it for anyone <laughs> or for me at least. Yeah. Like the things okay. that are in this franchise for me there's not enough of it. And then there's like too much of this, of, of the other stuff. Yeah. Okay. But to me, I think it's a problem of just premise, you know, like, like we have this, we have this weird, like baby <laughs> organization. Um, that is just really hard for me to like get on board with. And it in this movie, it's a like requirement based on the fact that it's a sequel. But then it's like, okay. once we get past all of that and we get to what this movie is actually about, I'm like, okay. see, I like this. I just wish we didn't have to take like jump through so many weird hoops to get here. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think that's ultimately what it is like. I was like, just this is so weird and stupid. And then, like, once we get past all of that, I'm like, okay, like, now that we're here, we're on the mission, we're doing what the movie actually is, I like it. Yeah. And I, if this was not a sequel to a movie that I didn't really like that much, uh, and we could just start from a place of a little bit more, like, level-headedness. And I hate mm-hmm. complaining about that, but, like, it just, it's just... I don't know. Boss Baby Dust isn't for me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I feel weird. Yeah. It is very busy. Um, You have them on the mission trying to save the world. You have them trying to rekindle their um, uh, relationship as brothers. You have Tim trying to get Mm -hmm. basically get his uh, daughter back and trying to be like a father to her instead of just like. An adult. Yeah. Um and, and I think all of that together, it, it's it could be a lot for some people. Yeah. Um and and it does kind of it adds that extra fifteen minutes of the movie because the movie's <laughs> like an hour and forty five instead of an yeah. hour thirty. Yeah. Um I don't know what you could do in order to make it a little bit more streamlined, maybe not have the Tina stuff in the beginning, but if you don't have that, you don't have them getting up okay or, or turning into kids. Go ahead. I wonder if this would, I wonder if this would fix it for me is like, I want like if this movie was another story that the dad is telling, uh, I think the problem I have with it is that it is delivered as like, okay, in the first movie he was telling this story to his daughter and it clearly wasn't true. But in this movie it's like, okay, but now it was true. And also they're going to become babies again. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's like disagrees with the first movie on like the premise level. And then like, as I was watching it, I was like, you know what? I wish that this was like a st- another story he was telling. Like, well, did I ever tell you about the time this happened? And then we like have another adventure of them flashing, like as a flashback of when they were kids, you know? Okay, there, I think I might be like, okay, this movie's awesome. Um, okay, <laughs> I get what you, I get. What you're saying now, that would be a little bit better than because tr- they tr- they tried to shoehorn. How do we get them to be kids again? Because yeah, exactly. Don't want to see adult Ted. They want to see the Boss Baby. Yeah. So how do we get them to be kids again? And that shoehorns <laughs> Tina revealing that she's from Baby Core. They go yeah. to Baby Core. They get the formula and everything. Um, and then they get on the mission. Yeah. So if if you if they did it your way, where they're like, it's just another story that's being told. Uh by a person that has an overactive imagination and everything like that. Yeah. And they just go on another adventure or something, or maybe it's like a, a a road trip that they go on or, um, um, Tim going into, uh, uh, maybe they move and they go to a new school or something like that. Then. Yeah. And here's even how you could, you could still, because like, Then the only problem with that is that then you would lose the Tim reconnecting with Tabitha element of it because then Tabitha wouldn't be a kid when, um, when Tim was a kid, you know? Yeah, you would lose that story. So it could be like, it could go back and forth between like, okay, dad, Tim with his daughter telling her this story and like... Talking to the wife about like, man, I don't know what's like, like, I'm losing her, you know, like, she's just getting growing up too fast. And like, she wants to be a uh, grown up, but like, she's too young. And like, I still haven't like, in, you know, been able to enjoy being her dad in this way enough, you know, uh, and you go back and forth between like that dilemma and the actual story where you see them reconnecting or, I don't know. Like there's, there's, a, there's another way I think that, that it would like make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, you could have adult uh, Ted show up. Yeah. Like he does in the first movie. Yeah. Or maybe this is the, the, the two brothers telling the story together of like, Oh yeah, this is what happened. And Oh like, Yeah uh yeah okay i like that i like that (laughs) um but yeah i think that's ultimately the the thing i now that i've like thought about it a little bit more it's it's just the fact that like okay the first movie presents this reality and like the we know as we're watching it like okay but this didn't really happen or did it at the end and then this one's like "Mm, it did and this is insane. (laughs) And this like insane thing that was clearly an imaginary thing in the first movie is now a real thing. And we're going to have to, yeah, like do all this work to get them to be babies again. When you could have just been like, Oh yeah. And this, here's another story about when we were babies. That's all, that's all you have to do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree with you on that. I, I think if it was done that way, it'd be a little bit more cut and dry instead of trying to fit three stories in one kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Or three plots, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do you want to know what I think the best joke in this movie is? What's the best joke in in Boss Baby Family Business, Kenneth? It's when... uh, Tim and Tabitha are in her room and she's trying to like practice singing her song for the Christmas thing. Oh, also the fact that this is a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, this is a Christmas movie, by the way. Surprise! I <laughs> Hard. Yeah. Um, Batman these Returns. Are Christmas movies. Yeah. Batman yeah. Returns. These are Christmas <laughs> movies. Yeah. Um, uh, so she's practicing this song for her Christmas recital. And she created a thing that translates what her fish is saying. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dr. F- Dr. Hawking. Is that what the fish's name is? Yeah. I think the fish's name is Stephen Hawking. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Which just so, adds to the joke of the speak machine. Oh, dang it. You're right. I didn't even realize <laughs> that's, yeah. that's actually really good. So she's singing and all of a sudden the fish is like, please Stop. No, stop. Uh... (laughs) That made me laugh so hard. (laughs) It's a good joke. Yeah, I was like, okay, they got me. They finally got me because I spent this whole movie just sitting silent, just like humorless of just like, all right, yeah, I mean, this joke works like on, you know, fundamentally I, I understand what the joke is, but. I don't think it's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Except for that fish screaming. Yeah.
1: Uh... (laughs) That I was like,
0: okay, this, now you got me. I finally got a laugh. Finally got a laugh here. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was good. Yeah. I don't know. What else? What else? You, you seem to like this movie. Like bring me, bring me around. Like, well, it's again, I, I don't love it yeah but i like it i i think it's tolerable i'd 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 be okay watching it again Mm. um i think it's just because of it's it's so crazy Mm -hmm. and just a lot of things are happening all at once (sighs) yeah stuff is happening enough to where i'm i'm not my attention isn't being like drawn away or anything like that yeah Uh, that that whole pony chase scene is great
1: Yeah, it is all all
0: the tropes and everything like that uh, in terms of like uh, we're we're on the phone talking to each other, but we're right next to each other and you don't know it kind of deal. You don't they don't recognize it as the ponies dragging them in the big teacup and everything. Yeah, Um, I think it's it's mainly that that spirit cameo (laughs) Um, the the joke right after that when they finally get to Acorn Academy and they're just having a casual conversation as they're dressed up as the two sailor outfits that they wore at the end of the first movie Mm -hmm. and there he's uh, boss baby's casually like dropping money as they're talking about this mission and all (laughs) of a sudden behind them not even like noticeable or anything like that you see two kids in in acorn academy uh uniforms that are that are following and picking up the money and then they (laughs) casually go behind a bush and they and just get beat up and swap clothes and everything like that, (laughs) you know, just casual, like uh, little jokes like that. Um, I can't, uh, decide if I like the, I like ponies, um, (laughs) baby or not. The baby is very creepy. Um, and and the scene where, um, that baby fights the ninja babies and it's very scary. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Ninja babies feel a little forced. You could have had had anything be. You could have had anything be like the the security for Armstrong. The the fact that it's babies. I get ninja babies. uh, Just. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Teaching babies to code. That's weird. (laughs) No, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> <laughs> that's how some of these apps feel like anyways with all the a- ads on them and everything like that yeah I mean, feels like a two-year-old put this together <laughs> um jeff goldblum jeff goldblum yeah yeah what can you say about this movie you know what else i liked in this movie what well else did it, you, go ahead. It, it was weird It's not that I liked it. It's just a moment that like it happened and I was like, whoa, that's like, why did that? Why did I react like this to that? And it's when um, they go to bed the night before their mission starts and like they have to go to school the next day. Yeah. Uh, And Ted is asleep and Tim puts him in a drawer and closes it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just shuts him in the the dresser. That (laughs) got like... And that happened and I was like, oh my god, like you can't put a baby in there. That's yeah, crazy. You can. Yeah, you can. You can do that. Oh, so brief. Uh still breathe. That that freaked me out. <laughs> he likes it. I would probably like it too, honestly. I wow. I like the opposite of claustrophobic. I like being in small enclosed spaces. Oh. Yeah. It's cool. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite the opposite. As soon as I get locked in, surrounded by, it's mainly p- people, crowds. Okay. So if I get locked into a crowd and, and I have to be like still, otherwise I'm going to bump into people and they're going to look at me like, oh, why is this like big oaf bumping into me Yeah, kind of deal? And I have to apologize for, for the way God made me. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I can't move, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't necessarily like not being able to move, but like, I don't know. I like being in like a small dark space. (laughs) Yeah. Which is fine. But when you have this thought or this idea that you're always going to be in someone's way, you're always going to be blocking, you're always going to be, you know, some someone or something that just needs to be removed yeah, because you feel like you're inconveniencing every inconveniencing everyone around you. That that's yeah. that's me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's hey, it's comes with the territory, my friend. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> let, let's let's move on. I think okay. I, I I can't think of anything. Um. We've talked enough about this movie. Well now, we, well you wanted to talk about the music. Let's get to the baby got backtill test. What do you think let's, about that? Let's, yeah, because because there will there will inevitably be more to say. So yeah. for may, anyone, may, go ahead, go ahead. Go, no, you no, go. No, no 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 you 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 go, and then I'm gonna kick it off. <laughs> okay, because I'm just gonna introduce the concept of this segment. So uh this is a part of the show where we will look at this movie and we'll say. Uh, we will we'll ask two questions about it. And those questions are, one, does this song, movie have the song Baby Got Back in it? Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot. And part two is, should this movie have Baby Got Back in it? And if both of those questions are either yes or no, then this movie passes. But if the answers to those two questions are not the same, then this movie fails. The Baby Got Back Test. So, one, does this movie have Baby Got Back? No, no. Two. Should this movie got baby got back discuss? I have a lot to say about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start from the top. All Let's right. start with the 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 choices that this movie made of three or maybe four three particular songs. Okay. The first song is Time Warp. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a song from made famous from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Uh, and that scene is when uh, Tim and Ted are drinking the baby formula that turns him back into kids for 48 hours, two days. Yes. Why 48 and not 24? Who knows? Just part <laughs> of the plot or story of this film. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't... I got it. I got why they did it. But I think it was a bad choice. Yeah. Time warp because they're like being... You know, transformed back into babies or, 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 a, a, like seven year old kid in the case of Tim. Yeah. Um, but also, like, it's just a weird choice, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know that the song's energy fits the m- moment. Yeah. So well. Yeah. So, what song would you have picked here? Baby Got Back? Baby Got Back. We, um, we're back to being babies. Yeah, exactly. Um, the second choice, uh, was it's tricky. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's the song that's played whenever, uh, Ted has gotten into the glue and Tim. Glue. Oh wait. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's Ted two things did. happening at once. Yeah. yeah. They're both trying to get out of, um, they're trying to, they're both trying to get to the principal's office. Tim, uh, is trying to get to the principal's office by, uh, putting a whole bunch of tattoos yeah. with permanent marker on on his skin and uh, not dressing to the dress code and everything like that. He yeah. does that and at the same time, uh, Ted is uh, is sticky baby trying to get <laughs> to the principal's office. <laughs> yes. Um, and they play DM, run DMC's It's tricky. Mm-hmm. Great song. <sighs> Great song, but I don't think it fits the scene. Uh, um, you, would, you would have been better off with Baby Got Back. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Wait, why? Explain. Why? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. We're moving on. Okay. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Uh, Armstrong uh-huh. effectively hypnotizes all the adults in the audience by by them trying to take photos of the recital using the Cat Snap app. Hmm. Um. That his his babies coded and devised, and they all got effectively hypnotized, and he was uh, making them do silly silly things like dancing. And what song did they dance to? Push it by Salt and Pepper. Again, <laughs> I don't understand the reason they chose this song for this scene, but they did. Yeah. You know what? It would have been a better song. <laughs> Baby got back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then especially in a movie about babies, like you're not going to put baby got back in here. Yeah. Biggest missed opportunity. This movie (laughs) failed. (laughs) Yeah. This movie fails harder than any other movie, I think. Yeah. Also, what about the song choice of uh, Sail Away by Enya? I, I think that was appropriate. <laughs> you don't think it's, the baby weird, got back should be in the box? It's, uh, no, 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 no. It's weird, <laughs> but I like it. it yeah, it, it works for the box. And I, I, I one thing I do remember of, of when we watched this movie the first time for the watch along bonus episode, which, hey, you know, if you, you know go back, if you haven't done that, uh, find this movie on streaming and uh, play our episode along with the movie. Time it up. You can hear a little bit of the movie in the background of the episode. And uh, it'll be like you're watching the movie with us and our friend Gary. But I do remember um, that when we watched this the first time, uh, uh, we all looked at that box and we were like, that actually looks like wonderful. (laughs) I want to be in there. (laughs) (laughs) You're in like this lounge chair on like the ocean waves, listening to this relaxing song. I was like, I think I need that. Yeah, with the aromatherapy too. Uh, yeah, it looks wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I th- I think India Sail Away is, is fine for yeah. the box. I I, w- yeah. I won't question that or anything like that. But those other th- other three songs. Yeah. You're telling me you, you didn't want to do Baby Got Back. <laughs> this is a bigger miss than Shark Tale. When Shark Tale had Baby Got Back in the film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. This uh I have nothing more to add to this. You've nailed everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. This is the ultimate failure of the baby got back till test. Yes. Well, okay. You failed, boss. Baby, family, business. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, how about theme park pitches for mo- this movie? Well, first of all. I have an idea. I want to experience the box. <laughs> I want to be in timeout. <laughs> that is my ultimate Boss Baby attraction. <laughs> okay, the timeout box for for adults wanting to get away from their vacation. Yes. Step into the box from yes. Boss Baby family <laughs> business. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Is, is it just one box or do they have multiple boxes? Oh, there's there's like like 25 to 30 of these so that like people can reserve, you know. Oh, it's got to be virtual line. Yeah. Well, and you you reserve time in it, but you get no more than 10 minutes, I would think. Yeah. You know. I don't know how long that song is. Sail away. Sail away I mean, yeah. you can put it on a loop. You can yeah. make it 10 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually gonna look it up to see how long that song is. Sail away, uh, is that is that what it's called? I, I don't think it's called sail away. I don't know what. Uh, okay, I'm gonna have to look on this. Trying not to look uh, at. It's called Orinoco Flow. It's spelled O R I N O C O. Um, spell it's... that. It's three minutes, 44 seconds long. Okay. So yeah, we would need it. So you could play it like three times and you'd get over 10 minutes. So uh, yes, you're right. I want a 10 minute experience. There's multiple boxes that, that dads can get in dads and moms, Um, parents really. It's, it's an, it's an opportunity, you know, when they redid Dumbo at magic kingdom, and it was like all right instead of waiting in line we have this playground and it's like a virtual line system and so like you get a buzzer like you were waiting at a restaurant and when it's your turn to ride it buzzes and the parents get the kids out of the playground and then you go on the ride in this one it's uh while the kids are on the boss baby ride the parents can enjoy the box nice (laughs) nice yeah I didn't know that they made the Dumbo attraction at Magic Kingdom like that. Oh yeah, yeah. So um when they redid Fantasyland at Magic Kingdom, they uh you know, they turned the area around Dumbo into Storybook Circus. Uh they added a second Dumbo carousel. So there's two of the same ride right next to each other basically. Mm-hmm. And uh they built this like circus tent playground uh and so they they doubled the capacity of the ride and they made the waiting experience better although dumbo is not necessarily a ride that i do frequently when i go to magic kingdom i think i've only done it once since they changed it and the 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 line was short enough that they didn't have to use the reservation or the the virtual uh queue yeah so uh, and I don't know how often it does get used because of the doubled capacity. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's like you get a restaurant buzzer and you, the kids to hang out in this playground. It's like a really good idea. I'm trying to remember where Dumbo's, the Dumbo ride was before. Cause was it, I don't think it was over in that area. I think it was cause that, no, that- no, you. That area where Storybook Circus is was Mickey's Toontown. You're right. Well, no, all of that area was Toontown, I thought. Like, all of the new expanded area. So, like... uh, No, not necessarily. I I feel like... uh, Like, the area where, like, the Little Mermaid ride is was also Toontown. Okay. Because I think I do remember there was, like, a theater show that was in that area. I think there was, yeah. That involved, like... All the the Fab Five characters. Yeah, I'm trying to look I up. I want to a say that, that the Dumbo ride was more near where the carousel was the the carousel and um, it's Small World. I want Maybe. to say. Uh But I'm if looking... you're looking, if you're looking it up, I'll vamp until you find it. Okay, because um, because the expanded uh, Fantasyland, which Fantasyland started. Uh, all the way near the edge of Peter Pan's Flight and Small World and went all the way to whatever uh, I, I guess it was Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and then it became uh, the the Winnie the Pooh ride uh, yes yes or, or or maybe I'm mistaking um <sighs> I think the Winnie and the Pooh ride was something else, and maybe the the meet the princess meet and greet area. I think was Mister Toad's Wild Ride. I I'm I'm a little hazy on my history of of Magic Kingdom and how the park looked before. Yeah, and I didn't go there too often as a kid to know for sure where everything was. I'm I'm looking at a map here, and I don't know if this is Disneyland or Magic Kingdom. Uh because No, I think this is Disneyland map. Because the Matterhorn is on there.
1: Yeah, Matterhorn's
0: (laughs) on there, you're you're Disneyland. And what is that? I think this here is the Disneyland's version of It's a Small World. So that's yeah, that's wrong. Okay. Let me look for another one. (laughs) Maybe this. Um, let me look. Oh yes. Okay, so No, go back, please. Okay, here's Magic Kingdom for sure because it has Liberty Square. So Dumbo, yeah, Dumbo was you're right. It was right next to the carousel. Right next to carousel, which now that's where Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is. Yes, and before Toontown, there was Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Ah, yes. Okay, there you go. Yep. So they got rid of Twenty Thousand Leagues. That became Toontown, Mickey's Toontown. And then they got rid of that, and they uh made Storybook Circus. Um and they expanded uh Fantasyland to include the Little Mermaid and the Seven Dwarves Mind Train. And um the Be Our Guest restaurant and the Gaston Tavern. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now that we've got a little bit of that uh magic kingdom history out of the way yeah um we're talking talking about the box yeah but i'm looking at this map and like what's over here in this oh the blue area is toontown okay so yeah it looks like okay yeah you're right okay anyway (laughs) i may be wrong most of the time but nine times out of ten i see what they did here okay and what's this big tree back here what's 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 20 what's 20 hold on Stand i'm looking alive. at i'm looking at a map of <laughs> can you sh- can you share um are 20, you able to share the link in 20 the messaging is, it's a small world does that am i looking at the wrong thing can you copy and paste the link i want to see what you're looking at which map oh it's you're 29 at. okay uh i'm i'll try i'll try let me click this open um this is a good use of listeners time yeah i know right dead air talking (laughs) i'm leaving it in yeah you know they gotta they gotta understand how we operate sometimes uh so the box yeah sure let's have that in dream jerks park i think that would be a fantastic uh addition for uh adults and and grandmas and grandpas who happen to be a fan of inya it was Pooh's playful spot is what I was looking at. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was like a little playground area for uh, Winnie the Pooh. And that became Seven Dwarfs, uh Mine Train. Yeah. And yes. well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Lots of stuff. Okay, cool. Yep. Okay. Got it. <laughs> and right next to that was Ariel's uh, Grotto. Right. Which is now also a different location. You know, same idea, I think. Yes, same idea, but it's more uh, towards the exit of the Little Mermaid uh, attraction. Yeah, that's a nice yep. ride. I like Little Mermaid. That's, that is a ride I do almost every time I go. Yep, it's nice. It's I nice love it. It's a nice little, um, you know, I don't want to wait in line for um, <laughs> Haunted Mansion. Yeah. But I'll, I'll walk on to Little Mermaid. It's essentially the same ride, just no all, ghosts. Uh, all all yeah. fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> are you tired of riding a ride with too many ghosts? Yeah, don't you wish they were all fish? Well, if I got the ride for you, it's perfect. The fantastic was it the Voyage of the Little Mermaid? The, uh, I think it's Ariel's undersea adventure. At, yes, because the Voyage of the Little Mermaid is the show um, yeah at, at, Hollywood at Hollywood Studios, Studios. It, it, it's still there right? It is still there, surprisingly. Wow. Yeah. How? I don't know. <laughs> not, it wouldn't not be. The- to, <laughs> not to poo-poo on it or anything like that. I right. want people to enjoy entertaining shows and have jobs, but man, how? Yeah, it's it's surprising that it's still there when you know the option to just close it and not replace it with anything exists, um, and especially <laughs> in the. <laughs> And especially in the current era of like Disney being terrible at being a theme park. Um, it seems like something they would do. <laughs> yeah. The, the, so the the option is to close it and have nothing or close it and build something 10 times better and improve on the area. Yeah, but no. The of Disney thing do to that. do is to be like, uh, you know, it, we could just keep it. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> That's got to yeah. be one of those attractions where there's like a senior VP or senior executive and be like, never close this attraction. If you close this attraction, I will <laughs> raise hell. Yeah. This yeah. Is my favorite attraction and you will not close <laughs> it until I'm in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> there are plenty of those, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. So, what, what else can we do for the Boss Baby uh, uh, theme park experiences? I don't know. I'm, I wish oh, I could you know. recall what we did for the first one. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't remember. I think it was the tour of Baby Core. Uh, probably, yeah. We could have a 3D movie of Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like the... So, I feel like the pony chase is a good scene, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really enca- encapsulate... Um, boss baby family business but i still think it would be an interesting ride you know uh aliens uh swirling saucers yeah yeah uh ass as it's known uh, by the <laughs> yeah. kids a, a um, toy story I, flat ride in toy story land yeah I, I think you could do something similar to that uh where you have the pony precious pulling along <laughs> a, a large teacup yeah a, and and turning around uh i sharp like that turns. yeah i like that and, idea that could be a nice little uh, fa- family friendly attraction. yeah um, uh, the box is good. Uh, you, you know what actually would be awesome. what <laughs> um you know like Bibbity bobbidi boutique at Magic at Disney where like they'll give little kids like makeovers to turn them into princesses or pirates or whatever the, they want to you know dress up as. Yeah we have a biz- baby business boutique where if you have a baby you can bring them to this place and you can get them a little suit to wear (laughs) i love it me too i'm so excited about get them a suit (laughs) get them a watch that looks like an expensive like rolex or something like that (laughs) yeah Uh, get them a a toy cell phone yeah yeah they can be their own boss babies it would be the Baby- I <laughs> I want to go to a theme park and see a bunch of little babies in suits everywhere. <laughs> the baby core business. The, the baby core something, but it has to be like Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo Boutique. Yeah. Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boutique. It has to be three ba- three Bs. Baby core business. Uh, B. Yeah. Okay. I'm now we have to look up a thesaurus because <laughs> yeah. no, it, be it, looks... it can't be boutique. It can't be boutique. No, no, it can't be too boutique. Because Disney will go, hey, you can't do that. Um, yeah. And then we'll go. Well, who, who do you have the rights to the word boutique? I clothing think store. Let me see. If we're clothing, like a clothing store. store. Uh, not a haberdashery. <laughs> that's a hat shop. That's I mean, for hats. Yeah. Yes. But it's a it's a fun name, a fun uh, word to say. I'll look up um, boutique, boutique, uh, barbershop, uh, business, uh, power lunch would be a good little restaurant or quick snack station. Yeah, power lunch. Uh, synonyms good. I'm finding for boutique are booth or store. Okay, well that's not going to work. Yeah, that's not good. Baby Core Business Something. Something something along those lines. But it's it's sponsored by Baby Core. Oh, wait. And, how about for shop? Shop would oh, be and, good. Uh bazaar. A bazaar, okay. Boutique. Well, I'm boutique. now these are these are for uh emporium. Oh, emporium. That's another great word, but Disney already has the market on Emporium. Can you use that? Oh yeah. Okay, now I'm looking at synonyms for shop. We've yeah. got bo- boutique is on there. boutique. Yep. Um, I think we're going to have to be a little bit more clever. I, I think uh, we're not going to be able to do the alliteration with the beans yeah. and everything like that. Um, baby core suit me up. The uh, baby core, <laughs> uh, Joseph, a baby, <laughs> Joseph, a baby. Yeah, well, Joseph A. Banks is a, a suit store. Oh, okay. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh baby's warehouse instead of men's warehouse. Oh, <laughs> be, oh, baby core, baby core business warehouse. Yeah. You're, you're going to like the way you look. Yeah. <laughs> I almost 100% assure you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna like the way I look you look I'm certain of it <laughs> uh, anyways uh okay good that's in uh, the the box is in um the I don't know what we call that ride for um the pony precious precious. <laughs> uh, um precious is mad teacups precious is pony palooza yeah there you go done um and i think we already have the boss baby meet and greet from the first movie yeah um i don't don't know if i would want to include tina we could yeah i don't see why not she's she's a baby also like people would want to meet both of them i think yeah Ted Do you, and Tina. <laughs> you want to meet Armstrong? <laughs> that, I feel like that would have to be a stilt performer. Oh, that would be so funny. Yeah. I would love that. That'd be hilarious. Um, yeah, we can meet Armstrong. Yeah. And oh, what if... The, okay, is the popcorn bucket an acorn? It is now. Or, yeah, popcorn bucket what else is in this movie that would be like the essential like prop that you would want to carry around a diaper um, a diaper oh shaped bucket. Could you imagine? Yeah. Ch- chocolate covered popcorn. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> it is, but gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Acorn would be, it would be pretty solid. Um, the guitars in there a couple of times, the, the baby bottle, maybe a Wizzy popcorn bu- bucket bucket. The wizard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, no, no, uh, no additional, uh, props or anything that's, that's used that's uh relevant to the story or anything like that yeah I don't know yeah I they... honestly I can't think of I can't think of anything that's in the film other than the horse uh Armstrong's suit and uh maybe the the flower pot
1: oh yeah the
0: video recorder I can't think of anything else that's like key items or or items that are, that are used throughout the film. Like a signature item. Can't think of anything. Yeah. But acorn would be good. The acorn is like the cleanest. um, <clears throat> Like bucket to me. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, cool. Well, I like that. Yeah. It doesn't feel super boss baby-ish to me, but what like what else are we going to do? We, we I think we probably had like sippers of baby bottles from last time, right? We did, and I think uh I think I remember coming up with a suitcase that was like a square popcorn box. A square popcorn box? Yeah, so like you know those old school uh, movie popcorn boxes that were in like just a, a rectangular shaped box. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Hold on. I'll, I'll see if I can find a, a picture of it. Popcorn. I feel like I know what you're talking about. Uh, ba, 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 ba. And I think Disney even had some of these at at, uh, at one point. Um, Didn't Universal hmm. have some during Halloween Horror Nights when it, there was Ghostbusters? They had like a like a ghost yes. trap popcorn yeah, box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did they have the ghost trap popcorn box? I, I think thought they, they did. did. Yeah, with the green popcorn. Yeah, but I, I just posted. Oh, that. this box. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's it's the red and white striped uh, popcorn box of. Uh, yeah, yes. it's like a thin rectangle. Yeah, uh, having something like that, but having in the shape of a, a briefcase and a handle on the <gasps> side oh i like that a lot yeah i I do like that yeah so you can walk around with your little briefcase and your bottle yes (laughs) i love that okay yes nailed it yeah we got there yeah so you have that from the first one um i don't think there's anything that you can really do for the second one other than maybe have precious as a popcorn box yeah is precious that big a part of the movie though and it's and you know like i don't know that people would be like oh my gosh yes they have the little horse from boss baby too yeah (laughs) fair point (laughs) uh the boss baby's severed head (laughs) it's big yeah it's big (laughs) 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 um all right I think that's pretty good. I like the flat ride. I like the box. I like (laughs) the boutique. The boutique. Oh, my God. That's the best part. That's the best part. I love it. That's something that they really could do easily. Like that could be at Universal Studios right now. Yeah. And it's stupid that it's not like whenever if if the replacement for KidZone is DreamWorks themed and if they don't have a baby Suit store. (laughs) I'm gonna be so mad, disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disappointed. No, you'd get mad if they did have it and they didn't credit you. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'd be like, guys, come on. This. No, I did. We're doing so much heavy lifting for you, you guys, right now. (laughs) (laughs) They have whole teams dedicated around stuff like this, and uh, you got two guys doing this job for you. Come on, yeah. Give us a little credit. Um. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, you know, we always do final thoughts and then we rank, but I think that usually it ends up becoming final thoughts again when we explain how it fits. So we'll skip the final thoughts and we'll just go straight into rankings if you're ready for that. I am ready for that. All right. Why don't you go ahead? Okay. Um, we have 41 movies yeah. now in our in our list of DreamWorks theatrical, theatrically... Theat- oh. Yeah. Really. Here we go. I'm just going to start over. We have 40. <laughs> we have now 41 films in our DreamWorks animated. <laughs> I can't say it. Theatrically released. Yes. Animated films. Uh-huh. Thank you.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: wow. What a journey so far. Yeah. Um, and I have a uh, boss baby almost. Almost in the in the middle. Hmm. Boss Baby uh, uh, Family Business or, or The Boss Baby? Uh, family Business. Okay. Uh, it is ranked below Boss Baby. Boss Baby, the first movie, is 14 on my list. Oh, okay. Boss Baby Family Business is not in the 30s, and it's not in the top 10. It's nestled right in that little sweet spot in the 20s where okay. the movie is still good, um, but it is not adored or loved. And it's not uh, terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Boss Baby ranked at number 24. Okay. Boss Baby Family Business, 24. Uh, above that, at 23, is Road to El Dorado. 22 is Megamind. 21 is Prince of Egypt. And 20 is Shrek Forever After. Hmm. Okay. And, and the the films below that, at 25, The Croods, A New Age. 26 is Abominable. Uh, 27 is Mr. Peabody and Sherman. 28 is Rise of the Guardians. 29 is Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted. Mm. And 30 is Flushed Away. Okay. It's interesting that you have family business at 24, because that's where the first boss baby lands on my list. Oh. Um. I think... Well, do you want to explain your reasoning for or your final thoughts combined with your placements, you know? Um, sure. Um, I, again, my list always comes down to looking at the film and going, would I rather watch this film or the film that we're t- discussing? Yeah. And again, uh, looking at the list, uh, I'm hoping for, uh, our next Christmas ish episode that we get an opportunity to arrange our list. Cause there's always a point where I'm looking at my list, and there's a couple of watershed movies that are on there that I feel like need to be moved around, like moved up more. Yeah, because they're holding a lot of other movies back down. <laughs> uh, yeah. for For example, uh, B movie is uh, placed at thirty one. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of movies that are underneath that are like anything below B movie is kind of like okay it's not silly enough <laughs> it's not clever enough yeah. or i just outright hated it yeah the next watershed one is road to el dorado where it's like if it's not if it doesn't have some kind of integrity or story <laughs> that feels like it goes well enough it stays underneath that yeah And then the next watershed is like uh, Trolls World Tour, where if it's like not... If it doesn't have enough uh, good jokes in there to kind of keep you going, or if it's not like weird enough, or it doesn't have uh, anything that I outright loved about it, it's underneath it. Mm -hmm. And then everything else. Yeah. And then at the top is How to Train Your Dragon, which is... And your perfect movie, yeah. Okay, I feel like I have those movies too, but it's like I don't know that I could like identify them because yeah. it's it, there's a lot of gray. You know, like I think like my top seven I consider, or maybe even my top nine, I consider like that's basically a perfect movie. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then. There's a lot of really good movies. And then it's just kind of like a a, a gradient of like, I like these movies a lot. And then it goes down to like, okay, this movie is good, but like, I didn't love it. And there's not really necessarily anything wrong with it. And then we get to the ones where I'm like, this was fine, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That this is fine area to me, I think is like, 24 through 33. and that's, then, a, that's a fair assessment. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. And then. Yeah. So then 23 through. Uh, I don't know, maybe like. 18 20- or 17 is like. These are really good, but they don't quite reach that level. Yeah. And then starting at like 16 or 17 through 10 are like, these movies are awesome, mm-hmm. but they're just not like perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and this movie, today's movie, The Boss Baby, Family Business, Uh, I did not like it as much as you did. Yeah. I it's low. Okay. It's actually right above the level where I straight out didn't like it. (laughs) Okay. So you tolerated it. I tolerated this movie. It was a struggle for me to get to a point where I felt like I was enjoying it. Yeah. Um, Like the beginning of this movie, if I didn't have to watch this movie for this episode, and I like just started a movie just for fun. Yeah. I don't think I would have made it all the way through to where I, it actually c- kind of grabbed me, you know? Yeah. So you're At, saying skip the first 15, 20 minutes of it? I might do that if I was going to watch it again. Yeah. Or no, or you know what? And I'm not the type to walk out of movies or not finish movies because of not liking them. Like, I'll always give a movie the chance, you know? Um and so may, I would watch it again if, if I were to watch it again. It would be to try to understand like, OK, what are how are they? What are they doing? How are they doing it? Like, why didn't this work for me? Um, or was I like missing something or was I looking at it wrong? You know, like whatever. Those kinds of things. Yeah, um, because the first time we watched it, to be fair, like we were also recording. So we had to like be half watching it for enjoyment, but also half watching it of like, what are funny things we can say? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> while we're watching. this. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the boss baby family business to me is like at the b- very bottom of the I, I tolerate this movie and I have a lot of problems with it. Um, it lands at 36 for me. Uh, I was thinking 34, 35. So, OK. Yeah. So like the it, it's towards the bottom, like the, the the movies that I really don't just didn't enjoy are starting from the bottom. 41 Home, 40 Spirit. 39, Shark Tale, 38, Shrek the Third, and 37, Ants. And then for 36, I have the Boss Baby Family Business. And then above it are the other movies that I'm like, I didn't really like it that much, but it's kind of fun in some ways. And that's kind of the Boss Baby Family Business uh, area for me. Yeah. And above it at 35 is Over the Hedge. 34 is Turbo. 33 is Sinbad. 32 is Abominable. Like, these are the movies that I'm like, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to, like, turn it off. I'm not going to be mad that it's on. But, like, it's not, like, good. Yeah. <laughs> Spirit Untamed, you know, is yeah. 31. So that's my, that's where it lands for me. There's, I just, this movie just doesn't connect with me. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. And it's weird to complain about a movie being too crazy when we loved the Penguins of Madagascar so much. So but I crazy. think I think that that movie just, like the jokes just worked better for me. And in this movie, most of the jokes left, left me, uh, not amused. (laughs) And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well then let's get to the rotten tomatoes game. Yes. It's that part of the show where, uh, I pull up rotten tomatoes and I give you the listener and Kenneth an opportunity to try to guess, uh, what percentage of critics enjoyed uh, or gave the Boss Baby Family Business a positive review. Yes. So, um, the Boss Baby Family Business is rated PG. It was released in 2021. Its uh, genre is kids and family slash comedy. And it comes in in an hour and 47 minutes. Mm. A little longer. Yeah. And, and, and to your, to your uh, credit, I, I feel like, again... Cut cutting out the first 15 or 20 minutes of the film where they're. It might have helped it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Or not cutting them out, but like, I don't know, uh, condensing it, condensing it a little bit more. Get, yeah. get to the get to the meat of the story. Yeah. Let's Ta- get to it. Yeah. It takes forever for them to get to kids to get to be kids again. Yeah. And and that's where I think the movie kind of struggles a little bit in getting going. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, Kenneth. Yes. What what do you think is the uh, percentage of the critics consensus? I would be surprised if critics loved this movie. Okay. Um, can I, can I get reminded what the first movie's score was? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I made, I think I made a mistake of, um, writing down, uh, what, what the, um, What the tomato meters are and leaving Mm -hmm. it on my phone because uh, going back, um, there's been a couple of these that have either been updated, uh, that have been updated with new um, cricket reviews. So sometimes they change. Oh, okay. This one did not change. Uh, The Boss Baby, uh, the first Boss Baby movie, uh, the tomato meter is 53%. Okay. The audience score is 51%. Okay. Interesting. That's actually lower than what I was going to guess for this movie. Okay. So, so I think that this movie does have a lower score. I just didn't think it was going to be that low. I was, I was going to land probably somewhere in the 60s. Okay. But if this movie, if the first one got what, 53, you said? 53. Then the critics gave it a better score than the audience. That's very rare. Yeah. So this one, I'm going to go with like, 42. Like Fort 42. I think, yeah, I think that they didn't like this movie at all. The answer to the meaning of life. Mm hmm. 42. Oh, All yeah. right. You locked in? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 42. Pretty good guess. Let's take a look at the critics' consensus. Okay. It's more C level than C suite. But as a painless diversion for the kids, this boss baby manages some decent family business. Oh, yeah, that that is like, look, it's, you know, that that <laughs> uh critic review is about the, the level of this movie's plot yeah. and or story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh not a glowing review. They're like the kids will like it. It's not terrible. Yeah. Like it's whatever. You know, like you kind of know what to get what you're expecting here. <laughs> yeah. Uh the tomato meter for Boss Baby <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> the, the tomato meter <laughs> for the Boss Baby Family Business is it is in the 40s. <gasps> All right. It's 46. 46. Okay. So so fair. 7% lower than the first Boss Baby movie. Yeah. Uh, the audience I- says, cute animation, funny jokes, and a strong family message make the Boss Baby family business a solid sequel with all ages appeal. Okay.
1: The I don't audience, necessarily
0: disagree but- with that. Yeah. I don't disagree. The audience (laughs) score for the Boss Baby family business is 89. Wow. They liked this way better than the first one. Yeah, they did. Interesting. Yeah. Just goes to show. Yeah. Yeah. What's crazy is that like, you know, the Boss Baby, if you were to ask me like, all right, what of the recent before this movie came out before, like. Before we got Trolls World Tour, before we got Crude's New Age, all these other sequels that have come out recently, yeah. If you were like, "All right, what DreamWorks movies are like ready for sequels?" I would have been like, "Yeah, the Boss Baby definitely gets one. Trolls gets one. Would not have guessed the Croods got one." You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the no, Crude agree with you on that. It was it was pretty good. Like I liked it better than this by a lot. You know? Um, but Boss Baby, like, yes, it's definitely there's there's. It, there's franchise appeal and I, you know, you, I won't deny that. Like it definitely was a movie that should have got a sequel. I don't know if this is the sequel I would have made or I it's not the, the framing like device that I would have given for this, but you know what? People like their boss baby and uh, I'll let them have it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of you, Kenneth. Thank you. <laughs> is that your final thoughts? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have to agree with you on the fact that um, it's wild. I, well, I guess not wild. I, I interesting that they would choose this film to have a sequel, and then again, we got Spirit Untamed. So, oh just, yeah, just I, when you think you know <laughs> what to expect, uh-huh. DreamWorks. Uh, tells you to expect the unexpected <laughs> yes i forgot about spirit untamed and that's what we, what we watched last time yeah so uh, <laughs> a nearly 20 year old film getting yeah. uh getting a, a sequel a standalone sequel that has almost nothing to do with the original <laughs> yeah it doesn't pick right back up or anything like that as far no. as we know no. all we know at the end of the spirit uh stallion of the cimarron is that he rides off uh with his horse pack yeah the next time we see him he's riding With his horse pack. And that's all we know. Yeah. Is that the same horse? I don't know. We don't know. Horse can't talk. Yeah. (laughs) Who's (laughs) going to tell (laughs) us? I don't know. (laughs) Not the horse, that's for sure. Yeah. Some old man is like, this horse used to look a lot flatter. And it used to speak. (laughs) I used to hear his thoughts. Yeah. (laughs) He sounded like Jason Bourne. Yeah. They're like, well, who's that? We live in the West, in the old West um all right go yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well hey that was uh uh, that was it that was the boss baby family business um you know we're getting close to the holidays i I love how oddly appropriate this movie was for you know it's the holiday season the holiday season and uh we got to do this surprise christmas movie (laughs) yeah um so yeah We'll uh, we'll be back with a new episode in two weeks, whether that is the bad guys or some sort of holiday diversion. We will uh, we will see. But, you know, you can follow the show on social media at Dream Pod. You can send us emails. Oh, emails. I forgot to read emails. Yeah. Do Hold we have on. any let's, emails? Let's, let's let's go find out. Um, completely forgot. I was about to say. I believe we do. Okay, we have two emails. They are from our friends who like to send us... Uh, just you know, titles of movies? Titles of movies, Jose and Leticia. Okay. Uh, so I'll just read those for us. We got Beauty and the Beast, Star Sapphire, SpongeBob and Iron Giant. Okay. All right. So, if you'd like to email us, uh, you can send those to dreamtrickspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at King Kamen. Uh Leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast app you like to listen to us on if it'll let you do that. All uh, right. Yeah, we got smoke vanish. Alpha Zeta Bones Jones. Marcus Marco Lightspeed. I know crazy. that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he pulls that name completely out of nowhere, doesn't he? He does. He he doesn't even like look around the room to look he, for he, like. He, things. Yeah, he's just like my name's T- uh Marco Lightspeed. Yeah, it just makes it up. I want. Yeah. I I wish there was like some sort of uh you know usual suspect saying looking around the room and being like my name is uh d- desk. Laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know. Um, anyway, Marcos Lightspeed, Crazy Calzoni, Fat Giraffe, Will Do Am, Bobo Denkirk, Christopher Plummer, Hansel Zipper, and Richard Shinari. We'll see you all at band practice. Until next time, for the dream to work, we gotta go to sleep. Good night. Good night. Catch
1: my eye. Take my hand This bond is tighter than we ever
0: planned. Get dream Jerk's podcast has no affiliation with DreamWorks Animation, Universal learn. Pictures or Comcast NBC you know Universal. The views or opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not represent the companies or organizations they happen to work for. Theme music by Penguin. with me share my dreams. Divided